Ah, uh, the first mock draft of the season. Also, my first attempt at saying Tua's last name. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to an episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom Grassi. I could pronounce that. And today we are going to be diving in to our first 2020 first round mock draft. Now, we'll do a couple of these. These were really popular last year. We'll also do a full Packers seven round mock draft as well, because... Um, where else are we gonna go? Before we get to that, I wanna do a big shout and thank you to Mr. Small Volt over on patreon.com slash Tom Comedy, joining the King Tier. A very big shout out to you, my fine sir. Thank you very, very much. If you'd like to support me, uh, patreon.com slash Tom Comedy. Let's jump into it. Now, the way I approach this is how I approach every single first one that I do. This is just one point, version 1.0. I'm, I'm assuming there's no trades no craziness going on, just the team that's supposed to pick is gonna pick, and that's it. So, like, for example, the Bears still don't have a first-round pick. Just wanted to make sure I said that. So let's jump into it. Starting with the first pick of the 2020 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep, they're gonna go for Joe Burrow. Uh, unless the Bengals completely muff this up and just... They can't get out of the garage in the morning because they lose power and they're unable to back up. That's the only way that I don't see this happening. Uh, It makes zero sense for them to trade out of this position. Obviously, they could go for another wide receiver and they could get a pretty big ransom uh, for the first pick. But, I mean, Joe Burrow, everything I've seen of him screams franchise quarterback. Obviously, the media tried to play up like, oh, I don't know if Joe Burrow's going to play in Cincinnati. And he's just like, I'll smoke cigars wherever you'll have me as long as you pay for them. So uh, I think Joe Burrow is a lock to be the number one spot here because uh, it just doesn't make sense otherwise. Number two, the Washington Redskins. I wouldn't be surprised if they traded out of here, but I think that Chase Young has to be their guy just because he obviously is the best player on the board at this point. Uh, they need an edge rusher. They need a reason for that defense to be feared. Now, there are some rumblings that they might go QB here. You know, with Ron Rivera coming in, maybe they're going to switch some things around. They're going to get away from Haskins, but I feel like they're going to give Haskins at least another year or so, give him some weapons and potentially, uh, you know, spruce up that offense and defense a little bit. So I think Chase Young is an obvious choice here. Then at number three, you got the Detroit Football Lions. Now, originally, I actually had them going for Isaiah Simmons here, the linebacker from Clemson, because I feel like the Lions haven't addressed linebacker in the early rounds for a very, very long time. It has been a position in need for them for as long as I can remember, Um, but they also need a damn cornerback, considering you you have a couple good quarterbacks in the NFC North. And by a couple, I mean Aaron Rodgers and his reflection when he looks into a mirror. Because other than that, you got Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, and Kirk Cousins. So, oof. So with that being said, I think they're definitely going to go for Jeffrey Okuda here, uh, the Ohio State cornerback. After Darius Slay left, it just makes a whole lot of sense that they're going to replace him. He is the top cornerback in the draft. And I think this will actually make their secondary pretty damn good. 
Number four, you got the New York football Giants, and I think this is pretty obvious here. They'll be going for offensive tackle from Iowa. Tristan Wirfs, just because this makes sense, I mean, you obviously need to protect Daniel Jones. Their offensive line has been struggling ever since they got Nate Solder all the way from New England, and he did not pan out, and they gave him so much money. Uh, And so I think they want to keep their QB alive, but you never know because it's the Giants. I'm sure they'll find some way to mess this up. Then number five, you got the Miami Dolphins with their first of 64 picks uh, in this 2020 NFL draft. Now, there's the conversation. Are they going to go with Tua? Are they going to go with Herbert? I think they're just going to stick with the guy that has been projected to go to Miami for quite some time, and that is Tua Tagovailoa. That's right, I nailed that last name. I studied all night. I went up, I said, how do you pronounce it? And I got it. Uh, I think this just makes a lot of sense. He's been projected to go to Miami Dolphins for a while. I think he's one of the most talented QB prospects in this draft. And I think that this is going to finally kind of cause a little bit of a resurgence of the Miami Dolphins. Because now that the New England Patriots shouldn't be the big bad wolves anymore, you know, maybe they'll actually do well. Probably not. But uh, I think they're going to get their franchise QB here. Then at number six, you got the L.A. Chargers. And I feel like they'll be going quarterback as well with Justin Herbert from Oregon. And I feel like they're they're talking a big game of like, oh, we're going to roll with Tyrod Taylor. Now, it's possible that they trade up for their guy because maybe they're going to want to get Tua. But uh, if they stay at the number six spot, Herbert should fall down to them. The only other team I can see here uh, with before them who could pick a QB is the Redskins. Uh, they could potentially go for one. I mean, a shocker, maybe the Lions if they're looking to replace Stafford, but I feel like they'd be shooting themselves in the foot. And so I feel like Herbert's going to be their new franchise QB. Then, number seven, we got the Carolina Panthers, and I feel like they're going to go with Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker. Now that you have Luke Keekley has officially retired, I feel like this is going to be great for them, that Simmons is going to be able to slide right in there. Simmons is a dominating linebacker from Clemson, had a hell of a season, and I think that he's just going to tear it up for the Carolina Panthers, and I am solely jealous because I really want a good linebacker. Please trade the spot to us. Then at number eight, you got the Arizona Cardinals, who I feel will go offensive tackle because, again, they have no offensive line. So they'll go Makai Becton from Louisville. I feel like this just makes a ton of sense for them because Kyler Murray, while he survived better than Josh Rosen last year, he definitely needs some offensive line help. And and I feel like Becton is just going to be the guy to sure up that offensive line. Then number nine, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I just feel like is oof. I feel like it's just desolate of talent right now, except, of course, for Gardner Minshew, who has the most beautiful mustache in the world. Um, but I feel like they're going to start building that defense up again because they definitely have to, which means they'll go with Derek Brown here, a defensive lineman from Auburn. He's a dominant player, and I think that they're going to have the Jaguars are going to have two great guys fall to them. I feel like the Jaguars lucked out because Josh Allen fell all the way down to them uh, last year, and I feel like it's going to be the same exact thing with Derek Brown as they slowly start to rebuild that defense, which they were known for a few years ago, and then. All the talent just went away. Uh, So I think they're going to start rebuilding that with uh, Derek Brown at this pick. Then number 10, God, who knows what the hell the Browns can do. I mean, what they should do is they should draft Andrew Thomas, the offensive tackle from Georgia, so they can protect Baker Mayfield and establish a little bit more of a running game. You know, Chubb was doing really, really well. In the beginning of the season, uh, they want to be able to continue that. And also Baker Mayfield, if he's going to be the guy, he needs to be standing up for that. So 
I think they'll go offensive tackle here, but again, they're the Browns, so who knows what they're going to do. They're probably just going to give away their pick for Antonio Brown, even though he's a free agent. Then number 11, you got the New York Jets, and I feel like they'll go with Jedrick Wills, the offensive tackle from Alabama, because again, they also need to protect Sam Darnold. He was sacked over 30 times last season. They really, Le'Veon Bell could not get anything going with or without Sam Darnold on the field. If they're going to continue with that, they're going to need some blockers there. And so I think Wills is going to do the, the job for them. Number 12, you got the Vegas Raiders. Wow, I didn't call them Oakland. I'm impressed with myself. Uh, this is a tough one. I was really torn on which wide receiver they're going to take, but I'm just going to, my my gut is telling me it's going to be Henry Ruggs III, uh, the wide receiver from Alabama, just because, you know, Gruden loves his fast wide receivers. There's obviously been a deficit at wide receiver ever since Amari Cooper left, even though Cooper really didn't do well for them. Uh, and so it just makes sense for them to go with Ruggs, but I could also see them going CeeDee Lamb here or Jerry Judy. But for me, I'm going to go with my gut and I'm going to say Ruggs is going to end up here. Then number 13, you got the San Francisco 49ers going thanks to the Indianapolis Colts, and they are just going to make their offense even better. Great. Can't wait to lose to them again. And I feel like they'll go with C.D. Lamb, the wide receiver for Oklahoma, a phenomenal wide receiver. Uh, some is marking as the best wide receiver in the draft, and I feel like this is going to give Jimmy G even more people to overthrow. Then at number 14, I, ooh, I, mm-hmm, 14, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was actually going to go with a crazy pick here because they have Mike Evans, right? They have Chris Godwin. I was actually projecting them to get Jerry Judy and just say, you know what? Just give Tom Brady everybody to throw to. But I sat down, I thought about it a little bit longer, and I said, you know what? I think they'll be content with those two wide receivers, and instead they'll go with DeAndre Swift, the running back from Georgia, just to give a little bit of pressure off of Brady. I feel like this makes more sense. They could also go offensive tackle if one of these guys slides down the board, but I think there's going to be a run of offensive tackles a little bit earlier uh, in the round. But if they don't go offensive tackle, uh, I think they'll go with a running back here. Again, just to take some pressure off of Brady so he doesn't have to perform all the time because he's 43 years old. And, you know, as a man, it happens. Then number 15, you got the Denver Broncos. And this is where I feel like Jerry Judy will find his place. Wide receiver from Alabama. Drew Locke will have a great weapon to throw to. And John Elway will be like, yes. And then he'll stare at you right into your soul. And so now, I mean, they have Noah Fant to throw to. They obviously have Cortland Sutton, who is amazing. And now if they have Jerry Judy, their offense, I, I mean, I'm projecting that the Broncos are going to be a scary-ass team. They got Melvin Gordon, too. I mean, I, I think they're going to be a pretty damn good team uh, next year. So watch out for the Broncos. Brandon Perna will be happy. Then at number 16, you got the Atlanta Falcons. They definitely need some cornerback help. I also could see them going edge rusher here, but I think they'll go and protect that secondary a little bit. C.J. Henderson, the cornerback from Florida. I mean, when you're going up against guys like Drew Brees and now Tom Brady, you're going to need some secondary help, and I think this just makes sense for them. Number 17, you got the Dallas Cowboys, who I originally had them going safety here, but I think they'll go edge rusher. I got K. LeVon Chasen, the edge rusher from LSU. Uh, obviously, Losing Quinn is going to be problematic for them, and so this is going to allow Chasen to just sneak right in there and give that defensive line a little bit of an extra oomph. Then at number 18, oh, look who's back again. It's the Miami Dolphins. Yep, you'll be hearing their name again, just like the Raiders last year. They just keep picking and picking and picking because the Dolphins are like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, and they're just uh, precious, and that's, that's the draft picks for them. Um, I thought that they would go offensive tackle here, 
But I'm going to go a little bit outside the box here, and I'm actually going to say they're going to go with Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver from LSU. We did a whole breakdown of Justin Jefferson uh, here. One, I think people are going to overdraft Jefferson because of his stats and because of his consistency. And he's a great wide receiver, don't get me wrong. Um, But I think this gives Tua a phenomenal target in his first year, and I think this is going to allow that offense to be a little bit more potent. But I would not be surprised if they go offensive tackle here as well. Then at number 19, you got the Vegas Raiders again. Yep, here they are again. I feel they'll go inside defensive line with Javen Kinlaw uh, from South Carolina and maybe actually get at the quarterback for a little bit. So I think that this will uh, be a really strong and safe pick for the Raiders. Then at number 20, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars again. God, it's just the team of repeats at this time. Again, they're going to go defense and go Xavier McKinney, the safety from Alabama. Sure up that secondary. Again, they have had so much talent lead that team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They just signed a linebacker for a crap ton of money, and so now I feel like they're going to sure up that secondary a little bit more as well. Number 21, you got the Philadelphia Eagles, and it hurts to say, but I think they'll go with Kenneth Murray, the linebacker from Oklahoma. Murray is a thumper. He's a guy who goes and gets after the ball carrier. He's also pretty good at stopping some shallow routes and some swing routes. He's not a coverage guy, but I think he'll be a great player for the Eagles, uh, so they'll sure up that defense a little bit. Number 22, you got the Minnesota Vikings. God, I hate them so much. I think they're going to go with Jeff Gladney. There's cornerback from TCU. Again, similar to what I was talking about with the Lions. Within that division, they are going to need some help uh, in the secondary. And obviously, they lost Xavier Rhodes, who honestly was like the Packers' favorite player because you kept on picking on them. Rhodes were open all the time. Uh, And they're hoping to make that defensive secondary a little bit better. Then number 23, you got the New England Patriots, which this is one of the most up-in-the-air who knows what the hell they're going to do picks they might trade up I mean I wouldn't put it past Belichick but uh if they don't I think they're gonna go with Jordan Love here the quarterback from Utah State they have a a carousel of backup QBs right now that they can roll with and see what they got uh they got Stidham who's gonna be there they picked him last year but I think Jordan Love I don't think that he could be thrown right into the fire yet but if there is a guy who can play to love's strengths it's going to be Bill Belichick and I wouldn't be surprised if they go out and get some wide receivers in the later round and of course restarting the empire of darkness so screw me number 24 you got the New Orleans Saints and I think they'll go cornerback as well with Christian Fulton from LSU Sure up that secondary again because they're going to be in a high-flying division and so uh, very pass-heavy. And if you were to knock anything against the New Orleans Saints last year, um, they got burnt a few times. They lost those shootouts against the 49ers, obviously against the Minnesota Vikings at the wild card game, and so they definitely need to work on their secondary. They could go wide receiver here, but you know Michael Thomas is you know like having three good wide receivers on the field, so it's fine. Then at number 25, you got the Minnesota Vikings picking again. Sons of bitches. Uh, they're going to go with Zach Bond, the edge from Wisconsin, because they need to get after the quarterback a little bit more. Their defense is already pretty damn good. They ranked in the top 15, uh, I think they were even top 10 last season. So I feel like they'll continue to do well on defense, but this will give them a little bit more power getting after the quarterback, which they need. So I think they'll be going defense again. Then number 26, you got the Miami Dolphins again, and here's where I'm going to say they go offensive tackle, and they go Josh Jones, the offensive tackle, great blindside lineman, and I think that you know, you're going to need to protect Tua because that's the big problem in Miami is that whoever you have behind center, they get murdered, similar to Arizona. So they need to go and get an offensive lineman here. And they might even go earlier in the draft, but 
Um, I feel like 26, if Josh Jones is still there, they'll go for him. 27, you got the Seattle Seahawks. This was an interesting one, too. I didn't really know where they were going to go with this, but I think that they'll replace uh, some some Legion of Boom members. Uh, they'll go edge rusher and watch this one. They'll go with Yitor Grossmatos from Penn State. What a name. That's a great name. Uh, edge rusher from Penn State. And again, the... The Seahawks have kind of lost some talent over the years as well on defense. That Legion of Boom is pretty much decimated. They're pretty much all gone now. Uh, and within the NFC West, which I think is going to arguably be the one of the best, if not the best division in football or in the NFC next year, they're going to need some people that get after the quarterback. Then at number 28, you got the Baltimore Ravens who have a huge need at linebacker, and Patrick Queen is going to solve that problem and take him away from the Packers. The linebacker from LSU, more of a coverage guy, rather... Then we were talking about with Kenneth Murray. I think this just makes a whole lot of sense for them, and they'll go after Patrick Queen. Number 29, you got the Tennessee Titans, the dynasty killers against the Patriots, even though, you know, they won six rings. Uh, I think they'll go with A.J. Empanenza for the edge from Iowa, which just, again, makes sense, considering that I, I saw that maybe... Uh, they could go after Jadavian Clowney, but if they don't, they they need an edge rusher. Um, so this will make their defense a bit better. Then number 30, you got the Green Bay Packers. We did it, guys. We made it to number 30. All the way to 30. Now, this was a tough one. Uh, we obviously could go after a few guys here. Uh, at this point, our linebackers are gone in this mock draft, so that didn't really work out. A lot of the offensive tackles are gone. That didn't really work out. And so because of that, I feel like we're going to go wide receiver. And so right now on this spot, I have them going after Denzel Mims. We did an entire segment or entire video on Denzel Mims. He has really sticky hands, which I'm a fan of. That sounds so wrong. But I think that Mims will definitely provide... Uh, Aaron Rodgers with a much, much needed weapon. And we haven't drafted a wide receiver in the first round in quite some time, especially with our first pick. The last time we did that was with Jordy Nelson and he was a second round pick because we didn't have a first round. So yeah, I feel like we'll finally get Rodgers some help. But don't be surprised if they either trade back, go after a cornerback, uh, offensive tackle, or maybe even into a linebacker. Uh, number 31, you got the San Francisco 49ers again. I feel like they'll go with Ross Blacklock, the inside defensive lineman from TCU. Because, again, they just lost to Forrest Buckner, and so this will make sure that defense doesn't lose a step, because why would they? God, I'm really not liking you either, 49ers. There's a lot of people on this list I'm not a fan of. But, yeah, the 49ers, they're a damn good football team, and I feel like this draft is just going to put them over the top. They will definitely be contending for a Super Bowl again. Then, number 32, you got the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. I feel like they're going to want to protect Patrick Mahomes, so they'll go with Cesar Ruiz, the... Offensive lineman from Michigan. Guy is a very powerful athletic blocker, and I think that uh, I think he's going to do pretty damn well for them. Again, I also wouldn't be surprised if the Packers wind up taking him, but right now I got the Chiefs going after and protecting Patrick Mahomes. So this has been the first mock draft version 1.0. We'll obviously do some ones where there'll be some trades, there'll be some crazy shenanigans that are going on, but this one, we're just going standard. But let me know what you think down in the comments below, or are you like, Tom, what the hell are you talking about? All that research you did, obviously you're a big old phony, or are you like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the Patreon members over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy.
And as always, go Pack Go.